0: For about a week, and we came in yesterday. While we were talking with Pastor Bank, we just wanted to come and fellowship. I didn't know he would put me on the spot. So, since he said, drop something, whatever we drop. (laughs) Since I last came here, since I was here, my status has changed considerably. I'm now a certified orphan. Uh, My mother stepped into glory on the 5th of May, 2018, at a very tender age of 180 years. (laughs) I have proved that Mrs. Bakary sent her parking uh, because she was tired of the competition between both of them over my life. And she said, Mama, you have enjoyed this man long enough. Come and go. Um, I'll tell you why the proof. Number one, we arrived the day before she passed on. A sense in my spirit, she was on her way home, and I cancelled all my appointments. We were going back home in London. We arrived early morning on the fourth. I went to sleep. She went behind me to see my mother. <laughs> and thank God, I woke up at night and still played with her, and prayed with her, and sang for her. And. Um, the following day I told her I we'll would be going to an outreach and the rest is history. I was someone from there. So whatever transpired between her and my mother, <laughs> only God knows. <laughs> Number two. You may not believe this. We were here in America when her mother passed on. Her mother died on the day my father died, years apart. Mine was 1957, September the 7th. As was 2000, uh, September 7th, 2000, I think. She knows. Uh, <laughs> and my mother died the day her mother was born. Do you see that she has been talking to her mother privately, and they did dealt with my mother. It's okay. I forgive all of them. Um, I can give you others, but I don't want to bug you. I'm persuaded she was tired of the competition, and she sent her packing. Now, my only known accomplice in this new state earth is Pastor Sharon she also sent her mother packing. (laughs) So we are two accomplices in this affair. I'm a certified orphan now, and all applications to all the orphanages, both in Nigeria and abroad, they have rejected me. So that's why I came here this morning, so at least I can find some love. (laughs) We cannot thank Pastor Bank, Pastor Sharon, Konea Kimola enough for their sacrifices because they were there with us all throughout. When Mama took ill a bit, uh, Pastor Sharon was there looking at her face and she said, Mama still has 10 years to live. I'm going to collect the money I gave you for prophecy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for your love and happy 40th wedding anniversary once again. It was very tough. There was no way we could make it. It was in our heart. And uh, I sent Kunle and Lee found out he didn't deliver my message because I I called. And um, to God be the glory. Your best days are ahead of you in Jesus' name. Today, I'm donning the garb of my ancestors to do what we know how to do best in my family. Can I have my mat? Thank you. In case you don't know, my ancestors in my hometown are the custodians of our history any time there was any dispute over any matter, they were sent to our ancestral home to bring what the accurate history is. And so they call us <laughs> the one you have to spread the math before as he's doing his narratives so that no jot or tittle will fall to the ground. And I want to do what my ancestors did. And you say, what was our main profession? You can go and check the history of Egba kingdom. No alake of Ekbar land could ever ascend to the throne without coming to our ancestral grave to do what they call a feseko. You have to come there to call on the God of our fathers. Now, this is not idolatry because the memory of the just is blessed forever. But we're taught history from the beginning and any time Mrs. B would like to get on my raw skin, she'd say, bere, with you. you have started all over again because we'll continue to say it and say it and say it until you get it. Unfortunately, in our country today, history is taken out of our curriculum. And the people who do not know their history may not know even where they are going because they do not know where the rain started beating them. Do you understand that? And so by God's grace, we are bringing back history into our curriculum in our nation. And my message is very simple. Your story did not begin with you many of us don't understand that in the book of psalm many of us assume every psalm is written by david you no know, david had contemporaries and he also had those who existed before him whose writings are recorded in the book of Psalms. In Psalm 90, it's called, A Prayer of Moses, the Man of God. In Psalm 90, verse number nine, Psalm 90, verse nine, it says, for all our days are passed away In thy wrath, we spend our years as a tale that is told. If you read that in the New King James Version, it said our life is like a sigh. And you know what a sigh is? (sighs) When you look left, right, and you don't seem to uh, figure out what is happening. I'm here to tell you, That your life is not just a tale that is told, but your your history or story did not begin with you and is not going to end with you. This is the irony of it. I had the privilege of sharing a few words in a cruise boat on Sunday. And I taught on what I call the bottom line evaluation of a well-lived life, the bottom line, that at the end of everything where men pursue wealth, pursue power, pursue everything they could imagine, just like Solomon did, he came to the conclusion, his grasping of the wind, vanity upon vanity, all is vanity. And he said, let us come to the conclusion of the matter. Here is the conclusion of the whole thing, fear god obey his commandments this is the whole duty of man for god will bring everything into judgment that we have done whether good or bad the reason we entertain anxieties and worries is that we do not know "Ah, i'm in trouble this morning uh, the trouble I'm in is I, I think in Yoruba and I speak in English. Uh, this is the trouble. Everywhere I've been, uh, I wish I think in English and speak in Yoruba. Uh, but I think in Yoruba, then translate. Uh, the, 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 the Yoruba man says, Ate how many to Now you met your palm print on your palm. You do not know who puts it there. And then you take it to the palm reader. How stupid. He cannot even decode his own. <laughs> he did not know how he got there. And then, then, then they would say, A kule anyokmi, that we received destiny from him while coming here. And we got here, we are now complaining as if there was no agreement before he sent us. Because we are spirit being, we tend to assume that it was when we got here that we started living. But in him, we live. In him, we move. And in him, we have our being. Uh, Let me see your palm. Anybody here this morning, can you look at it? Check with your neighbor. Do they look alike? So why competition? Why do you want your things to line up with our things or his things? Why do you think we are sent here to do the same thing? Oh, Pastor Bank has gone to Thailand. I must go. Who said so? But I can encourage him in his own mission. And he can encourage me as he has always done in my own mission. Our life is a tale that is told. Tell your neighbor your story. Did not begin with you. Your story is not going to end with you. God is a script writer. And He figured it out before you got here. You are an actor on the stage of life, and you have a time limit to fulfill your own role. Are you with me? Uh, believe me, honestly, if you get to understand that, then there will be no room for anxiety, there will be no room for worry. There will be no room for competition because you settle on certain things and said, God who wrote the script knows what my role is. And in the fullness of time, he will release me into that role. Talking of storytelling, I'm going to open scriptures to you. Some stories you have to be told because you cannot even discover them yourselves except you are told. You do not know the circumstances of your birth, except you are told. I'm not sure Papa has built any house when he named you Bankoli. He hasn't. And, but in is, is hoping that one day you will build him a house. Your robots don't give names just anyhow. They will think deep, look at circumstances of birth, and give the name. Now, what I'm about to tell you took me 50 years to learn. I was in South Africa, Pastor Bank, and the Lord said to me, you made a promise when you were young, go back home and fulfill it. What was the promise? On the 13th of July, 1973, am I boring you already? Because I know we don't have all the time to do storytelling. On the 13th of July, 1973, I stood before my mother, it was my, I was on my way to Lagos in search of golden fleas. <laughs> Lagos was the only place I could ever think, of. the likes of Pastor Bank had wings that carried them to other nations. The only place I could stop was Lagos because the entire capital in my hand was one shilling, three pence. It was my mother who gave me the one shilling, less than your one cent now, and another man gave me three pence. Both of them died this year. Aladji uh, Fasasi was the man who gave me three pence on my way to Lagos, and I carried my portmanteau. And I stood before my mother. It wasn't it wasn't suitcase, it's portmanteau. <laughs> if you get to my father's house, you still find it there. Is my story boring you? <laughs> my father had built his house since 1922, but it was not completed, and there were few stones left. So I took two stones out of those two stones. And I stood before my mother. I said, If God will prosper me, I was not born again. We were not Christians. We were Muslims. That if God will keep me as I go to Lagos and bless me there, and we come to complete my father's house, I will also build a house. She wept. She blessed me and sent me forth. I carried those two stones in that box and kept it all the years of our going from place to place. I was in South Africa when the Lord showed me a dream to go back to my father's house to fix it. By this time, I'd already built my mother a house. And we finished the house, it became a museum, courtesy of state government. The portmanteau I carried in 1973 is there on the red carpet <laughs> and everything. And guess what? Finally, that night, I had a 50 year old story. My mother said, Lead me to your father's grave because he was buried in the bungalow part of the house, which is part of the museum. And I led her there, and she stood. And called her husband's name. And said I don't know where you are now. But if the dead hear that's fine. If they don't hear your God will hear. What you said about your son has come to pass. Please I only beg your God. Let him be here to do me the same honor. When I go. I heard what she said. But I didn't know what transpired between them. And guess what? When we got home, I said, Mama, you said something at Papa's grave today I don't understand. He said, I will tell you. You are not three years old yet. Your father asked me to come in. I'd written this in a book that will be released. When I finish my story and link it with Scripture, you will know that you are not an accident. That every frustration and disappointments and letdowns and everything you have gone through, somebody is behind the scene working everything together for your good at the end of the day. Mama said, I was before my third birthday. Papa beckoned that he should come and he went to him, he was carrying me, and he was ill. He said, I'm about to join my ancestors. But the boy in your hand, is the one that will let the whole world know that I pass through here. Don't leave my house. Stay with him. If you do, you will not regret it. This is the one that the whole world will know that I passed through here because of him. I said, Mama Papa said so. He said, Yes. What did you say? He said, I told her, told him, because you are ill, you are thinking like this. Who knows who will go first? And he said, My father gathered all his strength and said, 50 years after had gone, you still be here because of my son. And it was exactly 50 years that we dedicated that house that she was now telling me this story. Our life is a tale that is told. Are you with me? Turn with me to Psalm 139 quickly. There's a story behind your life. Almighty God will reveal it to you. And I trust him, you will be able to fulfill your part of the script. Psalm 139, let's begin from verse 13. And thank you for this screen. They make preaching a lot easier. So I can actually drop my Bible and and just face the screen. It's a lot easier. For you, as possessed by reins, you have covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you, from fearfully and wonderfully made, marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows right well. My substance was not hidden from you when I was made in secret, and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes see my substance, yet being unperfect. and in your book, all my members were written in continuous fashion. Okay, you change to New King James Version, middle of the road, fine. Because, you know, I was reading King Je- New King James Version anyway. <laughs> your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed, and in your book they were written, the days fashioned for me, when as yet there were none of them. If you look at that in New Living Translation, if you have that translation, you can check out. Do you have that translation? Yes. Give me New Living Translation of that verse. Listen to how potent this is. New Living Translation, thank you. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. You are dealing with an awesome God. You are dealing with the almighty God. is all seeing, all knowing. He's fountain of wisdom. He knows the things you don't know. Look, every time you regret the family you are born in, you are saying you are smarter than God. Do you understand me? Every time, nobody, in fact, no other womb could have carried me except of, of that of Asha My mother was, was a mighty instrument in God's sense to shape me. And I am what I am by the grace of God and my input in my life. The day had not passed before you marked them in your book that At this stage, at that point, at this point This will happen, that will happen I used to lament My older brothers and siblings uh, uh, The men amongst them They rode on back of horses to school I walked four miles every day to my school Why would you take my father at a tender age? But I look back and I saw what they became and what I became He has a plan that I do not know. But it was like suffering when I was walking four miles to school every day and four miles back. Do you know God knows about you? And He sent you here. And He knows what you are going through now. So, why do you think by breaking down? by crying, by grieving, by worrying, by entertaining anxiety, you can change anything. Okay, if you don't believe that because that's Old Testament, shall we go to the new? Acts of the Apostle chapter 15, verse number 18, one scripture, and then I begin to round up. Acts 15, 18. Known to God from eternity are all, I can hear you, but this is some of his works, many of his works. From when did he know it? In the same psalm we just read, Moses the servant of God tried to imagine how old the ancient of days is. Do you understand me? my mat. Thank you. <laughs> no titu must fall to the ground. It must land on the carpet. <laughs> because everything we are saying today, Lord, will deposit them in your heart. Amen. In moments of adversity, when friends let you down, when you face disappointment, you remember today that it's part of history. Yes. It is part of my history. No one can crowd God out of history. History is a story. Your life is a tale that has been told. Man, I look at the end of my mother, Pastor Bank, and I shook my head. Everything she said about her life came to pass. You go there to greet her and say, Oh, what do I my son? <laughs> this is with you. She will call every morning when she was in her Belkut, until we brought her to Lagos. And said, you will see, the day I go, they will follow you from America, follow you from Britain. They will all come to carry me to my final place of rest. Say, Mama, Archibald, you have said it 10 years ago, you have not gone. <laughs> so, <laughs> when you go, we shall see. And, and now everything, uh, he called the, 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 she called the lady, uh, what do you call them, The nurse. And said, have I done anything against you? So that I asked for your forgiveness, we didn't know that time was up. He said, "No, Mama, you have never." Found. He said, "Will you attend my funeral?" He said, "I'll be there." He said, "You will know that I arrived home because it will rain cats and dogs once I close my eyes." Here, uh, do you understand me? Your life is a tale that is told. Somebody is going to tell your story. I pray they will have good stories to talk about you. Mm. Let's take this this thing one by one. If your life did not begin with you, your story did not begin with you, like uh, it is written uh, in, uh, what's the name of the Secretary of State to uh, Bush now? Condoleezza Rice. He wrote a book and said, history is lived forward and written in retrospect. History is lived forward and written in retrospect. It is after those things. Oh my God. So, this is why this happened. Somebody is at work right now on your behalf behind the scene. So many things you call coincidence in your life is God walking behind the scene. As a matter of fact, anonymous is his signature when he's walking behind the scene. You, you do not, I mean, uh, look at Mrs. B, pretty woman. I wasn't looking for a wife. I went to a bank. Somebody introduced her to me at the bank. A friend. That was all. In fact, the day I first saw her, oh Lord God Almighty. It will not happen. Nothing. She was wearing Bob Marley. You know those rasta. Ra- that was this type of hairstyle she had on. Rasta. That was. When they introduced her, I did like this. Hello, good morning. It's like, God did behind me. I was the National Legal Advisor of Deeper Life. But known unto God are all his works from eternity. The second time I saw her, a friend's father died. Dr. Onifade, we're running home now to celebrate his 78th birthday. His father died and he said, he would like me to help him change money. My chambers was at the back, on top of the bank. And I went down, I saw her had forgotten her name. And somebody called, I said, please, I would like you to help me change money for my friend. He said, thank you, I will help you. I got back to the chambers and they sent me to Port Harcourt to handle the case on Friday morning. That was Thursday. My flight was delayed. I got back late. She had left the bank with the money and she left a note for me. I waited for long. I've taken your money home. This is my home address. I didn't know where in <laughs> I came from, you know, the other side. <laughs> <laughs> so. So a friend of mine, now a judge in Lagos, he said, okay, we leave there, I'll take you there. Took us there. As soon as we pressed the bell, a six-foot-tall man goes, yes, Udi. I said, I don't want anything. There's a lady here with this. <laughs> and I said, come in. And I entered. I sat down. I didn't know I was meeting my future father-in-law. She came out when she was called. She gave me the money. I thanked her and I left. I thanked him and I left. And the father turned to him, "Who is that man?" And my my wife said, "Which of them?" He said, "The shorter one." Gita is taller. He said, "The shorter one." He said, "I just met. I'm just helped with the bank. That there's nothing that." He said, Mm-mm, that's your husband?" The moment he came in, he brought in a presence, and I bore witness in my spirit, him and you marry?" I never met him before. Tell your neighbor, your, ta- your life is a tale that is told. Somebody has written the script. Just fit in. Ask him to fit you into what he has done. I can tell you several stories from scripture that will tell you, that will show you, that these things have been figured out by God if you only come into alignment. You think Pastor Bang just came to America and married Pastor Sharon and then we have uh, Bank Jr. and then we have Tony and then we have Faith and that's all. Those are accidents? Almighty God spoke to Abraham and said to him, your descendants will go to a land and that land will afflict them 400 years. And I will come and bring them out with a mighty hand. But you will go down to your grave in an old, ripe age. You'll be gathered to your ancestors. That day, three things are clear. Number one, Abram will not die young. Number two, Abraham will have a people. And number three, God will be in charge of his life and that of his descendants. Do you know when God was talking to Abraham? He had no Isaac. No. It's like me talking to Sam. I said, Sam, I see your children being top stars. I said, oh, <laughs> Pastor, uh, forget about that one. Uh, you see, Pastor, you have Pastor, you have to forget it because my I am dead. God said that's my raw material. He said, the Bible says he did not consider his body now dead, nor the deadness of Sarah's womb. But he believed him who called those things a be not as though they were, who quickens the dead and gives life to everything that is dead. <clears throat> My finance pastor, Pastor Shegmo Yediron, sent me a, a, a mail. He said, We have waited on God for 10 years as we know a child would like to adopt. I said it's not a bad idea, but please give me one year. My spirit is turned on the inside of me not to go yet. Within that one year, God gave them appointed, who now just finished secondary school with all kinds of stars in Liverpool, UK. Do you understand me? Nobody knew my mother would ever carry any pregnancy, but here I am. He has a way of doing his work. Your descendants will go to a land. They will be afflicted for 100 years. Anyone trying to help him before 400 years will have to go to the backside of the desert. Ask Moses. It was 360 years. It was not 400 yet. He killed an Egyptian. How many could he kill? God had figured out how to bury all of them without any grave. There will be no funeral service. We will just bury. Can you imagine that the enemy you see today, you don't have to see them tomorrow, if you let the one who had written the script of your life be the one in charge of your life. If your dream is God-given, your life must be God-governed. And the month of July, I sat with the president of Nigeria. For the first time, I said to him. I said, you know why I cannot betray you? He said, no. You know why I'm following like sheepishly? He said, no. I said, because you are number 15 and I'm number 16. He said, what do you mean? I said, I'm waiting for you to finish so that I can start. He said, continuum. Our lives and destinies are intertwined. He said, how do you know this? It will be a tale that I will tell you another time. But get ready. Because known unto God are all his works. From It's not pride when you know your destiny. The brothers of Joseph did not understand that God was calling this boy out for their sake. They ganged up against him to sell him into slavery. But it was transportation system into his power slot. Joseph himself did not realize that Mrs. Spotify is part of the deal because God will not use an untested vessel. Do you understand me? Captain Potiphar, why would he go to the unction that day and the only one he will buy that day will be Joseph? And why did the butler forget Joseph for two years? Because Joseph will not become prime minister until 30. And if he remains as a slave in the house of Potiphar, Pharaoh cannot lift him up because it's a private property. But the moment he was thrown into jail, it became state property. Wow. And those 2 years were necessary to refine him so that he would stand at the age of 30 the same age that Jesus stood the same age that David became king the same age that Joseph I mean John the Baptist began his ministry God is working things behind the scene for your sake When there seems to be any delay it's not on the side of God Is that your rebellion you're not lining up with what he wants. And he has invested so much the blood of his son that he cannot abandon you. Amen. Do you understand me? Amen. Hmm. Every time I come to you. Walk fine. And you pray for one city. One nation. It starts something on the inside of me. All the time. Because when God spoke to Abram, It was not about money. It was not about silver. It was not about gold. It was not about men's servants. And women's servants. Get Out of your country. Out of your family. And from your father's house. Unto a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. That was the first promise. I will make you. To a man who has no child. Making such promise is beyond his ken. Beyond his understanding. I will make you a great nation. Please look back today. Is Israel a great nation? So if God's word did not fail then, why do you think it will fail now when it's your turn? Why would you think that your situation is beyond God? Do you know God will step into just for your sake and do unusual things? Just for your sake. Pastor Bang, my final year in the law school, a friend of mine was getting married. Remy. And I attended a wedding at the registry. Pastor, we couldn't find both bride and groom. So, I became part of the search party to go and look for them. we thought something had happened because the woman was more pregnant than pregnant. The belly was like this. (laughs) (laughs) She was my childhood friend and I had to be there for them. Then we came back from searching for them. They were at the registry. They said it was their kind. It was this. It was that. Something happened. As they were (laughs) swearing their oath and signing, then I remember, oh my God, my paper, my paper, my paper. I was writing exam that day. I just came to the registry to you know and then walk because it was not a long distance. By the time I got to the law school, exam had begun forty-five minutes. And I said, sorry, you can't go in anymore. I begged. I said, I will write, please. I will write. He said, No, you cannot enter anymore. I said, Oh my God, for the sake of another person. Am I foolish? Am I stupid? I was so confused that what did I do to myself? I accepted my faith. I went back home. I will come back to write the other papers. At least there will be one carryover. Okay. I got to the school the following day. EBA, uh, Ibirunke, the director said, Yesterday's paper, there were some things with it, it has been canceled. I knew God did it for my sake. Yeah. The, I knew that paper was canceled for my sake. I have stories to tell you, but I want you also to take note of certain things. In God's plan, there's no room for failure, all your failings equal. Learning on the job. At the end of the day, when the door settles, you will see that the one who is the author is also the finisher, is the beginning and the ending. And when Moses tried to figure out his age, in some night, he said, before the mountains were brought forth, from everlasting to everlasting, thou art God tell your neighbor you're not an accident there's a divine purpose beyond your life regardless of present situation or circumstances i have a big dream you make it big in the name of jesus christ i say you make it big in the mighty name of jesus 500 years before Saul became king of Israel, God told Moses, He said, Rehearse it in the ears of Joshua. I will wage war with Amalekites from generation to generation till I blot their memory out under the sun. When things happen in the nations of the earth, I don't panic. Look at Nigeria. Nigeria should give anyone concern. It gives me joy because I know out of this chaos is coming out order. That God is at work, that the owners, perceived owners of Nigeria are about to finish themselves. That they are now scheming and plotting against themselves and laying ambushments against themselves. And when we get to the battlefield, like Ezekiah, it will be mop-up operation. They will ruin themselves and this is all that is happening. Who could ever imagine that the Senate president will go back to PDP? That the Speaker of the House will go back to PDP? And that all of them and so many generals will now face Buhari in the last titanic battle. Do you know my role in it? Just to blow the whistle. Don't kill yourself. Game is over. Do you understand? Listen, something is happening in our nation in the nations of the earth. Habakkuk was so grieved. He said, God, why do you show me all these things? There's powerlessness everywhere. There's lawlessness everywhere. There's greed everywhere. There's violence everywhere. There's corruption everywhere. There's perversity everywhere. Stop showing me. He said, Habakkuk, I'm about to do a thing in the nations that if you are told, you will not believe it. The people you prayed for today, do you know God has a plan for them? You may be the key to their solution. If it's putting burden on you, the thing is because you have a role to play in it. Whatever you are concerned about that breaks your heart is what is pointing to what your role will be. Do you, if it doesn't concern you, you won't do anything about it. Oh no, let me put it this way. 500 years, God said, I'm going to wipe out the Amalekites. And told Moses, say it in the ears of Joshua, Regularly. Won't you assume if you are Joshua that it will be your assignment? Huh? But do you know who God raised to do it? Saul. 500 years after. Because the story can't end with you. It didn't start with you. It's a continuum. One generation will pass his work to another generation. And declare his mighty works. Look, I do not let people... I don't let them... I don't get bogged down by what people do to me. If you find me in my element, in the face of disappointments and letdowns, you will hear me sing, yeah. that's the way I sing. You are not my creator. Why are you speaking like God? You didn't create me. You cannot determine how I'll finish this race. Somebody has determined it before I was born. And I, he has saved my soul. And I'm following him. I will live well. I will finish strong. And guess what? Nigeria will be saved. Amen. Nigeria will be changed. Amen. Nigeria will become great. Amen. In my lifetime. Amen. You say, how do you know? To this end was I born. And for this purpose came I into the world. I know my destiny like what is on the palm of my Do you know your own? That's my challenge this morning. Do you know what you are here for? Ask God to show you so that you do not become part of a wasted generation. You must find out why you were born before you die. God sent you here for a purpose. And nothing can change that purpose of God. It is his counsel that will stand. This is deep humility. My father had 22 children. How many of them do you know? Buhari's father had 23 children. How many of them do you know? Buhari. The reason you are known is because of the role you are going to play. It doesn't mean that others are useless. No, it's a continuum. They are part of the story. And whether your own part of the story is great or small, it's not the issue. It's that God had put you in a place and you must not become the weak link. You must not become the one that will let the chain break. Because God is doing something. What is it that could cause that to happen to you? Rebellion. Everyone is important to God, but no one is indispensable. You're not indispensable. I'm not indispensable. God is at work. He wants to do something. Ah, pastor, there was a young lady in my college days. When you talk of heart trouble, when your heart jumps, the person you think you want to marry, that's the person. I figured it out so perfectly. She was so, I mean, everything about her was just hmm, fantastic. My wife is not hearing for the first time, uh, just in case you are are feeling sorry for her. You you know, I figured it it will be backary and backary, barristers and solicitors will put this together. Then I went to her and proposed, and you know what she said? She said to her friend, can you imagine this mosquito? (laughs) So I kept on going, I kept on pressing, and one day out of mercy, the other lady said to me, she said, leave her alone, she's not interested in you. In fact, the last time I spoke, she spoke to me, she said, look at this mosquito. <laughs> <laughs> and if I was mosquito in 1978-79, look at me. Am I, am I now? <laughs> <And it's> like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I left. in 19... I think it was 1992 thereabout. I was in England with Dr. Adebajo. And this young man came to us, approaching us to help him with finances, and we did. He was starting a new thing we thought should be invested in. We invested in a good package, wonderful. I said, okay, when do you pay? What will be your ass?" And we structured it. And the same man came and said, look, my wife was on top of the moon today that we've had a breakthrough, and he said, we'd like to give you a dinner tomorrow. So my friend Dr. Adebayo and I went to their home We didn't know who the wife was until we got there They opened the door It was that woman And he said it is you I said yes Even mosquitoes can bite <laughs> She said what do you mean and the husband said, you know yourself. I said, don't worry yourself. <laughs> forgive forgive the, 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 the details I want to give you now. Then years later, she's practicing law. She's, she decided to come and greet my wife and I. It was difficult for her to pass through the door. I turned, I said, God, I thank you for delivering me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, forgive me. Uh, that's why I said, forgive me for this detail. Because... It is God that removes mountains. <laughs> I'm telling you. This. So this is where I would have ended my career. God, you saw it from the beginning. That this one is not for me. It's for somebody else. I am not trying to mess up anybody. I'm telling my story. Don't feel offended. That's my own story. Do you understand? Say to your neighbor, known to God. Are all his works. From eternity. You're let down. Your disappointment, your setbacks, they are all a long rope in the hand of God given to the devil to hang himself. I know you will make it. I know you will stand. No matter what may come your way, your God is going to see you through. Put your hand in His hand and let Him lead you to that place He's taking you. Hey, do not rejoice over me, my enemy. If I fall, I will rise again. The righteous man falls seven times. The Lord picks him up again. Everything, including my mistakes, including my setbacks, they are all raw materials for his miracles. I know that I will make it. I know that I will stand. You don't have to worry. To be afraid. Thank you. Joy no, in the yes, Lord. We'll the last <laughs> yes. And the friend of Jesus. Yes. Who will, wipe, will wipe your tears away? Yes. If your heart is broken. And if your heart is broken, just be to and serve